pick right when I was taking a drink, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't <laughs> Welcome back to Calling the Dogs with Chansey and G. I uh, really nailed that one from the get. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, we're kind of on par with uh, pretty much every time we start off this podcast, so uh, that's okay. pretty standard here. Getting pretty standard. Well, uh, Chi, we, uh, we are Auburn's daddy. Uh, I think is a safe thing to say. We just uh, finished up uh, giving them the giving them the business and uh, had a, had a good weekend. Had a good weekend. How how was your weekend? It was it was solid. It was solid. Twenty seven to ten win. Uh, capped it off really. I mean the whole day. We got a lot of uh, got a lot of tailgating in. I mean, whenever you get there at about we got there at about ten thirty. And I think you showed up like shortly after. You were probably fifteen or twenty minutes after us. But we pretty much got set up, and uh, it was just kind of the beer tally after that. So, uh, and then you know, of course, we went down to the tailgate with uh, the Akins and had a great time down there. But we, uh, yeah, yeah, we had some good tailgate time. It was a, it was an awesome atmosphere. I mean, I felt like Athens was uh, the weather was that prime. It, it was that chilly, that, that cold morning when you woke up, and then uh, got a little bit warmer throughout the day while the sun was up. But I mean, when it got to game time, I mean, it was good good november football and um just uh just the weather was perfect uh the game was not perfect but uh we we, we beat the any, any day you beat auburn florida tennessee uh you just you beat all your your people in the same year it's a it's a damn good year so i'm uh, we're gonna get into it but i'm I, we pulled it out and i thought it was overall a dominating win uh i think we just kind of overpowered them but i mean it was it was just a great weekend from top to bottom um we got to see a a terrible Florida South Carolina game. I just want to make sure I just throw it out there because that game was horrible. <laughs> every part of it was terrible, and so to just to I just like to think every now and then and just thank God that we're not them at all. Yes. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I agree. You know, did you see the video whenever Felipe Franks apparently hushed the Florida crowd? And that's when you know you suck. Whenever you're starting quarterback. <laughs> Is so fed up with his own fan base that he's hushing after scoring a touchdown, hushing his own crowd. You know they're going to continue to. I mean, I think you know with that Florida Florida State game at the end of the year, the rivalry weekend. <laughs> what's going to happen in that ball game? I I want I want to see a spread on that right now because I think it's literally like crap versus crap is what it is. So I mean. We'll see. I, I mean, obviously, I hope Florida State beats them. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just think it's funny how both of those teams. I mean, the East is the East is up from last year, but that's not saying much because the East was so terrible last year. But still, you know, Florida Florida is a better program than they were last year. Uh, and South Carolina was a better program is a better program than they were last year. But at the end of the day, everybody's still beating each other up. I mean, Missouri Missouri comes in and beats Florida. Florida beats South Carolina. Vanderbilt, I don't know if Vanderbilt beat anybody, but <laughs> Tennessee beat Kentucky. Tennessee beat Kentucky. Like, they beat them. Yeah, bad. Yeah, it was it was rough. I mean, it's it, it's crazy to see, but, but kind of leading in, into the game. I mean, I think after you saw – I don't know if you saw the clip of, uh, of Malzahn. They caught him on camera. After I don't know if it was after Swift's run or, or whatever. I think it was after Swift's run, and he's just walking down the sideline, and you can read his lips, and he's like, 
they'll probably fire me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I did, and it's and it's just I, I got I got really excited about that. But I mean, we're just. Do you think he really said that though? Do you think that's exactly what he said? I mean, it looks a lot like it, but do you believe that's what he said? Probably not, because logic will tell you thirty-two million dollars is a lot of money that they'd have to pay him. So uh, I I don't believe so, but I love thinking so. It, it just it helps helps me out. Well, I mean, I'm thinking in that moment, he he probably would rather just have the money and try to get the hell out of Dodge. So I mean, I I know I would. It's like, well, all right, go ahead and fire me. Awesome, thirty-two mil in the bank. Boom. Actually, I, I think I read the other day he gets like half of it, and then the rest of it's going to be paid over like four or five years, something like that. But still, a lot of money we're dealing with. And whenever you have to pay somebody to basically leave to fire somebody, that's when you know you negotiated a really good contract. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go Tigers, because they, uh, they 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 did a great job on that one. Uh, but either way, they're going to be a they're either going to be stuck with Malzahn, not recruiting super well, and uh, or they're going to have to get a new coach and just kind of start the rebuilding process. So uh, they can have fun with that. But because of that wonderful coaching they had, and uh, and our team, we had ourselves a, a fun ball game. Uh, what were your uh, what were your initial thoughts of uh, the, the the whooping on Saturday? I will say, I I think I think we got away with some points. I think we got away with with getting a few, stealing a couple touchdowns, but like not in a terrible way. Because in, in on the other end of the spectrum, I'm looking at it like, well, we really actually should have should have scored at least like ten more points. I would say. But potentially up to three more touchdowns. Remember, we had—I mean, we had two two goal line stands that ended up in in field goals. We can't—I swear—we're allergic to the five yard line. I mean, five yard and in uh, to the goal line. But I mean, there was still that play. So I, you know, our first touchdown was actually not until like halfway through the second quarter. Yeah, let's see. I think it was almost exactly. Let's see. Nope. No, dude. It was two minutes and forty-seven seconds left in the in the second quarter. So Tyler Simmons gets that ball on the third third and four. I mean, it was not an easy throw, not an easy play, but you know, the plays that you got to expect to make, but then the Goblin touchdown right before the end of the half, that was on a fourth and three. But you know, then you look at okay, well in the, you know, first and second quarters whenever we went through those field goals, I mean, we had it on the one at one point, shot ourselves in the foot with some penalties. And then, uh, you know, that one series, we actually, I mean, we ended up scoring a field goal, but that one series whenever Big Cat Bryant actually got the targeting penalty, I mean, that should have been a kick early. And then we get another set of downs, and then we still couldn't put the ball in the end zone. Uh, at this point, I'm, I'm not, and, and look, everything that we've been calling for here in, you know, the past couple of weeks about putting fields in on the, on the you know, the five yards and in, we did it, and it didn't really work. It's crazy. I don't, I don't know. It's like it's just like a mental thing at this point. I so anyway, all in all, pretty good game when you beat when you beat Auburn or pretty much anybody that's one of your biggest rivals by seventeen points. I feel fine with that. I think people are really people look at margin of victory way too much, and then they start to compare. You can't compare college football teams by margin of victory very well. 
it's not it's not a one to one ratio kind of thing. So whenever whenever I'm looking at it, I'm just saying, okay, look, we gave up zero points in the second half, not to a, not a good Auburn offense, but we gave up zero points in the second half to an SEC West opponent. That's got to have something, you know. That's got some value to it. So. I, all in all, I think we had a pretty good ball game. I think Fromm had a great game, and um, you know we're gonna. Right now, we look better than we did before the the LSU loss, and that's I think the past three games we have seen that. Well, I think we've we've stuck to our game plan, and we're just we're beating teams. I mean, we're just we're wearing them down. You see, it takes us that first half to get to get going, but by the time we're in the second half, we've just out physicaled them. And uh, we had just uh, we had just over we had 303 yards of, of running the ball, and I mean one of those is a big chunk from uh, DeAndre. But that's that's when you're commanding uh, the the line of scrimmage and running the ball well, obviously, except when you get inside the five. But I mean we we had so many drives of the whole field. I mean we went the distance, but we couldn't score when we got down there, so it doesn't mean a whole lot. But um, I I felt. During the game, I didn't feel I, – I never do it during the game. But I felt – after the game, I felt like, you know, we really commanded that game. I never felt like we were in major trouble. Um, we just we, – we kind of – I really felt like we should have at least had 14 more, 14 more points by the end. Um, the, the Rodrigo fake – their throw to Nauta almost, almost happened. Um so I mean I think I think we left a lot of I think as many points as we kind of got away with I think we left just we left even more on the table so um, defensively we didn't really give them any air to breathe um, after they scored that first touchdown so I thought our guys and DeAndre Baker we just find out more and more that he's so good at at what he does that the refs can't even tell what he does uh, they can't even <laughs> tell that he's like making good coverage and so yeah. that's just a testament to him. Um, because I was livid at that point, um, but 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 really, we're, we're, we found our identity, and if we can figure out that red zone crap, I mean, it's it it is embarrassing. I mean, really, every other fact facet of the game, and the, but well, I'm not gonna say that. Every other every, every other facet of the game, I felt like we found our identity and know how what we're gonna do in those situations, except when we get in the red zone. But the number of like illegal substitutions and false starts in this game was unbelievable. I mean, it was like back to back to back. Like it was just it was outrageous. And um, I don't know what was going on there, but there was just a lack of discipline um, from from everybody. Kind of kind of there in the second half, and I don't know that that one that kind of threw me off because we haven't really done we haven't done that. And uh, so I, I don't know if that was just a. Well, I feel like we've gotten the illegal substitution penalty a few times now this year, and and I really think it's just a product of well, obviously we're substituting a lot, but we have so many young players that are actually you know capable of contributing to the offense or the defense. It doesn't matter either way, and that you know I I believe we're substituting more often than than most teams, and I don't know if there's like this, you know, this time that. You know, okay, the refs just aren't exactly used to seeing this much substituting, and so they they get kind of thrown off or what. But I do believe it is just 
partially the reason is because we have so many young players that are substituting in uh, at all times. I mean, we don't have we don't I don't know how like long we actually keep the starting eleven in on both sides of the ball for for the whole. I mean, like for from the beginning of the game and how far they go in the game. Like I'm pretty sure we pull at least one guy out and substitute him within a minute every every game offense or defense so it's a lot just a lot of moving moving bodies and it's i mean i'm not saying i'm not trying to give them you know the benefit of the doubt here i mean i they they should nip that in the bud but at the same time it's just like that's a pretty pretty hard thing to manage throughout the game yeah that, and i guess that I, I, we've done it a few times we it was just ex, i mean maybe to me it just felt excessive uh, this this past week, um, I, I just thought we had a lot more than usual. Uh, but I know we're definitely putting a lot more guys on the field out there compared to most. Um, so just something we gotta we gotta gotta tighten up. But um, I guess if we look at kind of a uh, kind of each side of the ball, um, figure we start with the offense. And um, I felt real good. Uh, felt like we were we were able to command the the, the line of scrimmage for the most part. Like I said, but. Um, got Terry in there uh, and, and on, on a beautiful play and um from felt from throw through the ball real well um had a couple a couple miscues and obviously that pick he just kind of tried to force that one and that's another one yeah we should have we should have definitely I mean from should have never thrown that ball first of all but I mean that would have at least had a field goal right there I mean there was just so many points left out on the field this week and it's not a terrible thing. I mean, like I said, we had enough of a defense in the second half. They didn't score any points. But, yeah, I mean, we just – so many points that were left. I mean, there was legitimately, like, at least at least 20 points that were left out on the field this weekend. No, easily. Easily. Well, as much as we were – because that was the thing, is we didn't have a lot of short fields. I mean, we drove the field most of the game. I mean, we were – long drives, like, I felt like we had the ball a ton – and we just weren't putting those points on the board, and that just that's going to catch up to you as soon as we kind of progress here. Um, and looking looking forward to Atlanta. I mean, those are things you you've got to have those drives and 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 cap those drives off because you you're not going to have as many of them. Uh, we're not going to be able to run the balls effectively uh, uh, up there as we we did this past weekend. Um, I mean, I think we'll be able to do better than most, but I, we we've got to be able to put points on the board when we when we're, we're playing like that but um i thought that the the line is is uh, we're still we're banged up even more um i mean our guys our line is just is for as bad as it's beat up and our guys are still playing well uh I'm, i've been impressed with that but uh we've been running the ball well swift finally being healthy and we're i mean each week it's just getting it's getting it's getting sinful to watch man this kid is just he is out of his mind, and I just sent you a, a I sent you that gift from uh, SEC Network, and he's like, I, I didn't notice it, but on one of the runs, he uh, my my buddy Devin sent it to me. He 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 goes for the juke, and before he goes for the cut back inside, he like he like steps on the invisible staircase and, and walks <laughs> up two steps, and then cuts somehow cuts midair. I mean, it's it's insane. Uh, he's I, just, I, I he's, just watched it and and God, it doesn't make him. sense. It doesn't make sense, does it's, it? It's it's it, I think it's physically impossible. I believe we have found DeAndre Swift is a god. 
<laughs> and that's all there is to it. <laughs> he is a deity. <laughs> and, and he's just, he's playing, he's fine, and he's doing, like we talked about last week, he's doing it between the tackles. He's making those guys miss inside, outside, around. I mean, he's doing a whole nine yards. And Holyfield, too, he's, if, if you take, I mean, Swift averaged over 10 yards. He averaged almost 11 yards a carry. And if you take away his one run, he still averaged over six six and a half yards and so i mean all of our running backs were averaging over six and a half yards a touch and so i mean these guys like even like harry and when he got the touch when he got touches he played well i mean we're running the ball effectively now and i know we're i mean kentucky had a great run defense and we 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 showed them up and um and, and Auburn hasn't had a great run defense, but we we made sure that we we proved that. So I mean, I felt like I feel like we're catching our stride, and all of our guys are playing playing well, running the ball, um, and receivers too. I mean, offensively, like we've said, we finally got our identity. We're we're much more balanced than we've been, and we, we've been effective. Let me tell you, I mean, this is uh, Terry Godwin. I believe was his best like uh game in terms of production uh throughout the year i mean he he only had three receptions but he kind of made them count man he was he was doing those drag routes or, or or long out routes across the field and um man he was just him and Fromm were kind of in sync like we saw last year this game and i like that man i mean that guy that guy he started off slow and I think everybody knew that he's was going to be a weapon this year, was going to be a leader on this team. And he certainly has been a leader on this team, but we've we haven't seen the production like we did last year. And and then until recently, and then all of a sudden and and let's let's be honest though. We didn't throw we didn't throw the ball a whole lot. There was 15 catches across the board here. Uh, and I and that's between the, Fromm only had thir- 13 completions and then Fields had two. So that's uh, 15 receptions across the board between the two quarterbacks. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking we're just going to be starting to lean so much more on that on that running game. But that kind of scares me. Obviously, three weeks from now. But whenever we play Tech, I want to see. I, I don't know how many rushing yards. I don't know if we're going to be able to fathom how many rushing yards are in that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I say that it's going to be if we run the ball and they run the ball, which is all they do. So, of course, they're going to run the ball. But uh, that game might be over in like two hours. We'll see. <laughs> Probably. I, I think that just just a couple of quick notes. I think that uh, Miko, Miko finally kind of got back on the board. I like what he's doing, like kind of running down the um, sideline a little bit more. Uh, he's... He's got the speed to break away from anybody. I mean, we, we need to use utilize that a little bit more. Ridley was kind of saw he was kind of quiet in this game. Uh, I think we'll uh, continue to see a little bit more production out of him. He's going to be the guy that we continue to lean on in the third down situations. But I mean, Fromm was pretty sharp. That one interception, I will certainly say, was on him. Uh, he threw it late. He threw it on the inside. Stanley Stanley was on the outside of the receiver. Excuse me. Outside of the defender, it was a pretty pretty easy, you know, for me to just say, okay, that was on from. So anyway, uh, that's that's kind of my uh, offensive thoughts there. I mean, I I thought for the most part we looked pretty good. There was a couple overthrows, couple uh, couple missed opportunities, but I mean, we we need just bottom line, we just need to punch it in from the freaking five yard line in, 
I mean, what in the world yeah. is going on there? Yeah, and I, I don't know what I don't know what the deal is. Like, I I don't know if there's a. I mean, we've we've tried every uh, every way. I mean, we've had so many opportunities. I feel like we've had twenty five plays inside the five over the last two games, and we maybe thirty over the last three or no way more than that. And, and we can't do any. We just I don't know I don't know what the deal is. Like I. We've tried. We've tried everything. We've brought in fields. We've we've exhausted our resources. Uh, we there. Science cannot tell us how to how to make this happen. It's uh, we've science. Brought in, <laughs> we brought in the the best uh, minds from across the country, across the world, even. Uh, and uh, there's nothing we can do. So <laughs> the only thing we can rely on are eighty some odd yard touchdown runs from uh, Swift and uh, long long passes to uh to to Terry Godwin so I don't know we'll we'll see but it's <laughs> it keeps me up at night I'll wake up in a hot sweat and dream about uh dreaming dreaming about us uh getting inside the red zone <laughs> and then my night and then I wake up it's like <laughs> like I was falling it was like I'm yeah. falling and we get tackled inside the 10 and I'm just like god no <laughs> <laughs> so I I mean so I I don't know I don't know what to do there well, you know, I I think the number one thing we have to do is uh, put it in the freaking end zone is what we got to do. I, I, you know, it's it's weird. I feel like we, Chaney has such a love-hate relationship with the guy. I, like one game, I'm like, damn, like he he's brilliant. That was really well, like, coached. And then another game, I'm just like, why, why, why did he do that? So within that... that Five yards. I mean, within the ten, you know, in a goal line situation, it's almost like we throw creativity out the door. And I'm not saying I, w- I like a QB sneak better than anybody. But uh, let's be honest, I've I've watched Jake Fromm do some QB sneaks several times this year, and he kind of sucks at it. And it's like the, his worst uh, play. Like he's terrible at it, uh, which is funny. Uh, but Justin Fields needs to whenever he's taking snaps, like he has been, he needs to take him in the shotgun, but. It's almost like, to me, it's like, all right, either you give Fields three downs or you give, like, from two downs, and if it's short third and, like, one or two, then you give it to Fields. Like, that's and, – and it's just such a hairy situation. So, anyway, um, let's hope we fix that this weekend against a Massachusetts team that we should demolish. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. You want to get into the uh, defense? You got any uh, defensive thoughts here? Well, I mean, in the Auburn game, uh, not the Massachusetts. I mean, hopefully yeah. we rip some heads off. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Uh, they should never uh, sniff our side of the field. Uh, but against Auburn, um, I mean, we we obviously we kept them kept them from scoring points after uh, after those early points in the first half. Uh, but just a couple of the issues that I, I saw is just. Pressure on the quarterback was real inconsistent. Uh, felt like that was maybe our biggest biggest downside uh, or or biggest area we could have improved on in the game. Just felt like there he he got out of, he got out of containment a couple of times instead of made a couple couple of runs, but nothing nothing major. But um, that that was probably the only my big negative that I saw 
uh, they didn't have any huge plays. That they kind of missed some plays that they would have gashed us on. Um, that one he overthrew that kind of screen uh, to to the running back on that one third down. It was probably a third and four or something like that. He'd have probably picked up about seven or eight on that. Um, little things like that, but. I mean, for the most part, we played well. Uh, secondary continues to play well. Uh, Stidham's not really good, so uh, he he was able to uh, show that uh, on Saturday. But I, I thought defensively, overall, we played we played pretty well. Um, obviously, holding them to, holding them to ten. Anytime you can do that in an SEC team, you're you're uh, you're doing all right. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's you know. I, I'll be honest. The one, the the number one glaring issue I found with the defense is, and I've gone back and forth. I've just seesawed every week with this guy. Richard LeCount mm-hmm. played like doo doo. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at the uh, the statistics here. The defensive statistics. He's got six tackles. He had three tackles uh, solo. Uh, he's he's was the third highest tackler on the team for this game. I don't care. The guy, the, it, the when he is making a tackle these days, it's like, man, whenever we were recruiting him, all we heard was that he was going to be the next Thomas Davis or Greg Blue or Rashad Jones or Bakari Rambo. Like, he was going to be the hard-hidden safety that was going to be able to also still, you know, cover cover the back uh, half of the field. I, I'm just waiting for him to kind of turn this corner and becoming become a consistent safety, but man, if he doesn't, I swear I don't know if he's just slower than we thought he was or what. But whenever he even comes up and makes a tackle, which he does, I mean he got six tackles on the game. Whenever he comes up and makes a tackle, it's like you know he's throwing his flailing his arms out, and he finally pushes him out of bounds, kind of thing. I mean that was half of his tackles on the day. I don't know, man. I'm just beginning to notice that. This guy is not the hard hitter that I thought he was. I thought he was going to be laying the lumber. So at this point, I'm almost thinking, I mean, what the hell's up with D'Angelo Gibbs? I have no clue. We haven't seen the guy all year. I mean, I think we saw him a little bit at the beginning of the year. Mark Webb came in in this game, and he played really well. Uh, Tyson Campbell struggled, and then all of a sudden Eric Stokes comes in, and it's like, well, we found a second gear. And then, and you sort of think like I think back to that Missouri game, and I'm like, well, Eric Stokes kicked kicked ass in that game. He was awesome. And then the next game, he's back out. He's on the bench. So I'm sitting here wondering. I'm like, well, how much do we need to really stuff around our our, our defensive secondary? I think J.R. Reed is still. Uh, you know, there's some times whenever I'm like, uh, you know, what's going on? But I think he is a good leader back there, and I think he's a pretty consistent tackler. DeAndre Baker is obviously mm, potentially the best cornerback in the country, and then you got the other two, the, the other safety position in the opposite cornerback, and then uh, the star stars played pretty well, and you know, I mean, it's it's been kind of Tyreek has played in there pretty a pretty good bit. Mark Webb's gotten some snaps in there too, but I mean, Tyson's gonna be a star. There's no doubt about it. But I mean, he's he's just not ready quite yet, in my opinion. And whenever we put Stokes in there, I mean, I felt pretty good. I mean, I, he made that play in the end zone where he, mm-hmm. he batted the ball down. So, anyway, I don't know how much time I just took up there. But, uh, yeah, you got any defensive thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're right. I I feel like we're finally, we're finally able to kind of – 
kind of identify everybody's kind of had a lot of playing time and you're starting to see those guys like Stokes kind of make their name and um, and have enough snaps to you to to get an idea it's like okay these are the guys who are stepping up in the big games there was just, you're right there's just a couple times you just how how can you make that play I'm talking about LeCount I mean you're right he's just so hot and cold I don't know I don't know what to do with him um I don't know what's going on there but I think we've got a lot of young guys a lot of good talent but we just gotta uh that that linebacking core uh just gives me gives me the 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 heebie-jeebies, uh, well, especially as we kind of move on into the season. They had a good game this yeah. this past weekend. but um, That's what but, I was going to say. I, I will give the middle linebackers credit this weekend. I think they right. played – this is probably the best game they've played since probably early in the season, like South Carolina or something like that. So I think this, this is one of their best games easily. Yeah, and, and I'm hoping that that's just – that's them find, kind of catching their stride and, and finding their rhythm um, because – uh, we're gonna need them here in a few weeks, and uh, especially against Tech, we're gonna need them big time. Uh, and that that kind of that kind of terrifies me. Just the whole dynamic with the linebackers and uh, how kind of hit or miss they can be. When especially when we play Tech, it's just it's just so weird and throws everybody off. But we'll we'll worry about that when we get there. But some areas, like I said, want to improve, but some guys are starting to make a name for themselves. So that's kind of my thoughts. I'm sitting here looking at the uh, tackling list for the weekend, and uh, let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, three of the top five were the middle linebackers, which that's, I think, the first time this year that's happened. Uh, Monty, Monty led the way with eight, and then uh, Tate Crowder and Jawan Taylor both had five uh, in the fourth and fifth spot. So, I'm, you know, you much you 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 would much rather have your middle linebackers be racking up the tackling numbers than your defensive backs, your specifically your safeties. So that's that's kind of way I look at it. I I and and honestly, our safeties have kind of led led the tackling a lot of different games. But uh, you know, it's kind of one of those things that you just sometimes that means a, that's a good thing. Most of the time, it's not. So that's the way I look at it. I thought all in all, I mean, we got we got. We didn't have any sacks on the day. Uh, we got a few big tackles for loss. I remember, uh, I, I once again, I want to highlight John, uh, Ledbetter. Ledbetter had a good game. He had uh, several pass deflections. He had uh, he had a couple big tackles for loss. I mean, you know, the guy, the guy's kind of starting to show that he is that leader. I mean, I don't know if you saw the video that came out. I think it came out today of him talking about, like, you know, like family and all this stuff and, like, you know, how we're all in it together and all that stuff. And, I think he's going to continue to progress, and if you know if he's one of those guys that is going to be leading the team against Alabama, I feel pretty good about it. Now, beginning of the year, I didn't feel that way, but now I'm I'm starting to see Ledbetter turn a corner and become the man that you know we I think you know we all thought he could be. So he's uh and and the player, the player and the leader. So anyway, he's uh he's looking better and better. I thought that. Stokes looked tight. I thought that uh, Walter got in there a little bit more. So we had a we had some a pretty. I mean, when you hold any opponent, period, to ten points, zero points in the second half, you you, you play pretty good defense. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And and, and their offense. I mean, Albert's offense isn't anything to write home about. But like you said, big rivalry game. Uh, you can. Yeah, well, and Albert hasn't been scoring points uh, in Sanford Stadium much uh, for. 
what's it been 20 years or something like that so uh, <laughs> uh, i think it's like they haven't scored uh i can't have it gone but the, the stat had to change a little bit but uh, they haven't scored a touchdown in the second half or something and like the last six trips to georgia or something like that i can't remember what it was the last time they did was back in 2009, I believe. But then since then, they had averaged like seven points in, in Sanford Stadium. I think is what the... Up until that game, obviously, they're like a little bit above it because they scored ten points now. Um, but yeah, no, they... Uh, remember that game was uh, 30, 31 to 28 or 27, something like that. So yeah, it was... Uh, or something along those lines. But anyway... That was the last time they they uh, came close in Sanford Stadium. Yeah, so I mean it's uh it, we're oh and uh, if I don't know if you have any more thoughts about defense, but I was going to move to special teams and talk about the most uh, lethal duo on our team, and that is Miko Hardman and uh, Jake Camarda, uh, getting these uh, <laughs> getting these punts inside the five. <laughs> yeah, uh, just big a, time. Just a just a crazy. Uh, we've done that. Uh, We've done that a few times now, and it's just it's just impressive. It's just really good. Uh, special teams thought played well. Um, I mean, Miko's a fiend uh, on punt coverage and kick returns. Uh, he's just he's he's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. That man <laughs> runs like a damn. He runs like a like a gazelle. Yeah, I mean he, you, you go back and you, yeah, you just watch him live, and just everyone else is in slow motion, and he is just running full speed as soon as he catches the ball, <laughs> and somehow he finds a seam. Uh, he's just he's an incredible player. Have you, have you noticed this about how Miko Miko has like a walking swag? I don't know. It's like he he like throws his feet out when he's walking or something like that. Like you, I don't. Have you noticed that? I don't know if I'm the only person that's seen that, but it was just like whenever he's walking around, you just like, damn, that dude's fast. Like you before you even like see him walk around. I mean, like run. And uh, anyway, that's. I just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, his, his feet are moving faster than the the rest of his body. <laughs> They're just getting out ahead of him. <laughs> it just makes sense. But yeah, I I mean yeah. Over overall, just I mean, great. Not nothing, uh, nothing bad on those ends. And we continue. I feel like over, across the board, we have a few screw ups every now and then, but nothing major. And I don't think we talk about how important that is to um, to on punts be able to flip the field or prevent kick returns or to pin guys back deep. Uh, that, that's almost as good as points sometimes uh, in certain situations. So. Playing well on that side uh, side of the ball, and uh, obviously uh, our old boy uh, Rodrigo is still uh, still the man. So I love that guy. I told I told Katana earlier today. I was just like, look, he's he may be the best kicker in the country. She was like, no way. Oh, she they're actually obsessed. Uh, her and her and uh, Aubrey were talking about. Uh, Dicker the kicker, the Texas kicker. <laughs> and she was just like, no way he's better than Dicker. I was like, I think, I hope so. I think he is. But Dicker is pretty good. I know he's got that swagger. Uh, I wanted to point out one more thing, and then I've, I think we've kind of torn this uh, game apart. But I do want to point out that their, their one touchdown did come on a trick play. Yes. Uh, it, it was Wildcat. I'll count that as a trick play. Otis Reese kind of bit on it a little bit. But still, 
they had to bring in their running back to throw their only touchdown pass of the game. So uh, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And to conclude, we hate them. <laughs> and 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 the streak continues since uh what twenty thirteen was that the last loss? Well, I mean, we lost to him last year. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 we did. We did beat the. We we beat the the brakes off of them uh, bad feel, enough in the SEC championship that we had to repress it. Um, so I I will I not feel, hold that I against feel, you. I forget about it because one I just completely shut it out of my mind. But two, yeah, we did kind of like like completely vindicate ourselves in the SEC championship. So I'm like, oh, that da- that game didn't matter. But yeah, no, we got the crap beat out of us. Well, well and, and I will say that um, I had, don't remember. I don't even think I remember a single play from that game. I think I've repressed it so far that I don't. I don't recall even a snap from that game. Uh, so it's hard to remember what all transpired, but I just remember I wasn't very happy. But uh, I, re- this game, I recall our first touchdown. That's about it. And well, then we, because after that, it kind of went all downhill. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I do, uh, this game made, made me, made me very happy. So uh, it, it's a nice reverse there. Uh, but did you yeah, become was, B- Bugs Bunny? Uh, what's up, Doc? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I did that. Why'd you lead me into that? It was worth it. (laughs) Okay, whatever. All right, all right. right. Let's uh, get into our 30-second UMass preview. (laughs) I I will Uh, say, I I do want to say that before we we talk about them, that the only thing that makes Kirby not get pissed off in a press press conference uh, after practice is when you talk about a player from an FCS team and like ask him to give his comments and he talks about how incredible they are and just what like an incredible athlete like student athlete they are and what they bring to the table everything else just pisses him off any other question about anybody anywhere but that for some reason I was watching the presser yesterday and he was just like he got so excited to talk about this wide receiver from from UMass any question that doesn't have to do with, uh, oh, is, are you starting Justin Fields or Jake Fromm this week? Uh, who's Is Fields going to play a little bit more? What are we going to do about the goal line offense? I mean, but seriously, these, these media guys, all they do is uh, complain is the way I was uh, not going to put it. But all they do is complain about how they don't get anything out of, the, uh, out of Kirby. They don't, uh, you know... They don't have but like ten minutes to watch practice and all this stuff. I don't feel bad for you. I'd oh much God, rather no. you not. I, you can you can take enough. I mean, we're sitting here. We don't have access to practice, but we sit here for an hour to talk about the dogs because it's it's easy to break down a, a previous game, and then you like okay, look who's who's a good player for the upcoming uh, team. Okay, boom, uh, got it. All right. I I don't know. Anyway. That was a little side segment there. <laughs> um, anyway, let's. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I think that, uh, man, you know, Kirby, Kirby, there's a lot of things that set him off. But whenever you get him, like, on more of the X's and O's and kind of give somebody credit where credit is due, he, he kind of bites on that pretty good. Pretty good. Kind of on that, in that same vein, that really the one player we got to watch out for here. Do you have that guy's numbers? What's his name and what are his numbers? His name is 
Andy Isabella, which is a really funny last name. He's got 87 catches for 1,479 yards. He's averaging 17 yards per catch. He's got 11 touchdowns on the season. All this is to say, I'm looking at their entire statistical breakdown, and they've got... I'm so confused. I don't know if somebody got hurt or something. I haven't been following UMass. If you've been following UMass, then you need to find another team to follow. But they've had they have two quarterbacks with over a hundred passing attempts, uh, over a hundred fifty actually. So I don't know if somebody got hurt or not, or who's the starter. I have no clue. I don't care. But then they have, uh, and they've uh, they, they got a decent amount of passing yards, three thousand two hundred ninety. But then they have one running back that has seven hundred forty six yards uh, on one hundred forty seven carries. Then they have one receiver that is, has 87, is that Andy Isabella guy, and has 87 receptions for 1,479 yards. So basically what I'm seeing is their entire offense is three guys. And that's it. <laughs> that's, well. <laughs> that's all I can add to it, Chansey. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, uh I think we should probably do what we can to neutralize uh, those three guys. <laughs> And there's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, let me just point out that the Isabella guy, he is number five. And and that's the end of my analysis. I'm pretty sure also that their defensive stats are, are pretty bad. I think they they have put a lot – I think a lot of, uh, teams get a lot of points on them. So, um, yeah, let's just uh, – let's wrap this bad boy up early and uh, keep everybody healthy and um, just – that's, oh, I thought you were talking to me. I thought we were about to wrap up the episode early. I was like, man, we haven't even gotten to the games of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean wrap up the game, the, the football game that's going to yeah, get no, played. I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got all right, you. All right, you all right, don't, all right. You, dude, you don't have to yell at me. I'm done. I'm done. Whatever, games of the week. Go. All right, so I'm trying to pull up this thing. Please load, Lord God. Uh, okay, okay, we're here. We are loading. We are currently... Apparently, this is the worst week of college football. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know. I actually have started listening to ESPNU radio a lot, and they were talking about this uh, SEC slate. Uh, I, I, I don't remember. It's not worth me going through every game, but I don't remember who all everybody was playing. But pretty much everybody is playing the standard cupcake and are favored by like 20, 28 plus. Everybody. It's unbelievable, except for Kentucky, who's playing Middle Tennessee, and he's they're only favored by fourteen points. So there's that. Um, Benny, let's see. Snell, Benny Snell for Heisman. Benny Snell for Heisman. Uh, I don't. So I don't have all the quick review of the games of the week last last week. Um, so did Alabama win twenty four to zero? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So just had to confirm that score. We both whiffed on Alabama by half a point. I would have been really upset if I actually put some wager on that. Uh, we both had Kentucky, whiffed on that really bad. Oklahoma, we both put took uh, Okie State, and we both won because they played within an extra point. They went for. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty I, wild. I got, I got short armed a freaking two point conversion. What a sin. Uh, and then we have uh, Clemson, who won 27-7. to uh, seven. And so we had the 20-point spread. So we basically put, 
pushed on that, which is our first push of the season, I think. Yeah. Which is crazy. Uh, so basically, all that is to say, we went one and uh, one and two and one. So both of us, because we had the same picks. Why do we do that? I don't know. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into this uh, this week's Chancy and Cheese games of the week. Games of the week. I did it differently that time. Uh, number number twelve, Syracuse plays number three Notre Dame uh, in actually in Yankee Stadium. I don't know if you know that. Syracuse, excuse me, Notre Dame is favored by ten and a half. I want to see what you think about it first before I say anything. <laughs> Thanks. I <laughs> see what you did there. I mean, uh, I have my pick in my head. I know who I'm going to pick, regardless of what you say. But we'll see what you say. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm because of I know Notre Dame's having those quarterback issues. Going to go with the Cuse on this one. Uh, why not? Just keep things interesting. I completely agree. Uh, I think I think Syracuse is going to stay within a potentially a touchdown, definitely within ten points. So that ten ten and a half point spread. Uh, sorry, I don't know what that was. It broke. Um. That ten and a half point spread, I really believe, is a little bit too much, and so I'm going to go with Syracuse myself. I think Ian Book is potentially supposed to be back this weekend, but I'm not positive. Um, then we have, so we only have three this week, so because there's just a terrible slate of games. So Iowa State is number sixteen; they play at number fifteen, Texas. Texas is favored by three points. Who are you thinking their chance? Uh, let's go with the. Uh... Let's go with the Cyclones. Let's just live life on the edge. Uh, I was really hoping you were not going to know what their mascot was. <laughs> Which, uh, the only reason I know that is because I have uh, Iowa friends. And so, uh, I, for some reason, I know more than I should about the state of Iowa. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, a lot of this... A lot of this Tom Herman stuff this week with all the old uh, Ohio State coach. This is wild. This yeah, this, it's got uh, this got real reality TV show like super fast, and uh, but I don't know. I just figure, hey, it's an off week. Might as well go off on my picks. So I uh, let me just say, uh, regardless of if any of it's true, Tom Herman is a sleaze bag. So I, I don't I don't like him I don't like him and I hate that Texas uh, hired him because I like Texas and because of that and not because of that because I think they're actually going to win out route outright Iowa State and the points no doubt myself are we doing the same are we doing the same things again I don't know let's see what you're going to pick here uh, number twenty four Cincinnati plays number eleven UCF the big game day showdown this weekend. UCF is favored by seven points. What you thinking there, Chance? You know what? Just to be different, weird, and I'll just go Bearcats. Why not? Da- damn it! Did All you right, do well, that too? Yeah, I was gonna. No, I'm gonna not. No, I'm gonna pick the Knights now. You're forcing my hand. I'm gonna pick the Knights so we can be different. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be a big Central Florida fan this weekend uh, because otherwise we are I'm still only a game ahead of you well I guess yeah full game ahead of you so uh, yeah I'll take the uh, I'll take the Knights because you took the Bearcats because I would have taken the Bearcats but I'm gonna be stupid and take the Knights all right Chancy uh, what's your uh, what's your plans on the weekend I know you were talking about it before we started recording 
I think I'm actually going to be going up this weekend, making the the journey. I'm trying to actually hit a few birds with uh, with one stone this weekend, so uh, gonna gonna try to get to the game and um, hopefully see a an easy one. And uh, I'm sure there's not going to be many folks there, but I'm um, gonna gonna try to get up there and uh, get up there and see some folks. So uh, you gonna you gonna be in town? Yeah, I live here um, in Athens, <laughs> so. I'll be here. I, I'm still trying to figure out if I want to actually go to the game or not because it's just a prime opportunity, especially if it's going to rain. It's just a prime opportunity to watch the noon games, hang out, watch the game in the house, then maybe go downtown for some of the late games if there even is a late game that's worth watching. So um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'll probably end up going and just using our tickets, but uh, still trust, just trying to figure that out right now. So. Either way, uh, we should get a. Are you coming up on Friday or Saturday? Uh, still working on that, but I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. Keep me posted because if you come up on Friday, we'll just drink some bourbon. I can the do wifey's it. the wifey's gonna be out of town, so might as well just drink bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's extra incentive. You can also stay the night with us uh, on Friday night if you want to. It's all up to you. Well, when the wife's away, we drink bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much <laughs> uh, alright man well uh, well uh, ha- had a fun week um, glad we're kind of finishing up this finished up a, a good SEC slate and uh, let's finish let's finish up this season strong agreed agreed let's get uh, let's finish up let's take care of business this weekend uh, like we always will against these cupcakes and then uh, Georgia Tech and then head to Atlanta baby we'll talk about that later yeah we got, we got a little time to <laughs> A little time to keep our anxiety and check before that, but uh, just a little bit. We'll uh, we'll see y'all. Uh, I, well, you're probably not going to Athens, so uh, if, if you're listening to this, you may or may not be going to Athens. But if you are, we'll see you there. Yes, sir. Got dogs. Dogs on top. <laughs>